Before we begin today's episode, I would like to give a disclaimer that the views expressed on any of our episodes are solely our own based on our own experiences. They don't mean to hurt anyone's sentiments or disparage any social group or organization. I think one of the joys of being a teacher is to see young people to grow up and blossom. And tonight we have a very special guest, uh, one of Ramsha's students, uh, Ruvida, is um, here with us today. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of A Cup of Possibility. I'm Ramsha. And I'm Zarmina. And today, like Zarmina mentioned, we have this dearest student of mine, Ruvida. I've known her for seven years now. I taught her for three years. She's this warm, kind-hearted, amazing soul out there who would, you know, just give you a warm hug and everything will fall in place immediately. That's how I've known her. Uh, She and I bonded on her love for food and, of course, the positive energy that she would bring in my class and would manage to make me smile no matter how bad my mood was. <laughs> so here's welcoming Ruvida. Hello, how are you? Hello, I'm fine. How are you guys? We're well. I'm very excited uh, to have you with us. You're such an awesome photographer. <laughs> so Ruvida, tell us um, about your photography and your journey. Um, I love photography, but it's like I, I didn't like taking pictures few years back I mean I remember my cousin telling me you're you're just not good at taking pictures you shouldn't really take photography but I just took it because my friends were in it so I just went for it and then after some time the interest kind of developed and I did kind of like photography and that is how I uh, started taking the classes seriously and um, I started taking pictures I made my own p-sets and that is how the love started um so you all may be familiar with that shot of the dashboard um, in one of our earlier episodes last year, last uh, season. But um, so what do you look for when you take pictures? I mean, I think it's I look for like natural beauty most of the time, but sometimes the still things kind of do inspire me because it's even if the, the, the kind of picture that I want, I don't get it. I kind of edit it and then I just pick it and then I just pray and I hope that it, it, it comes really good and it does sometimes and doesn't. So that is how I choose. Yes, I guess that is uh, one of the things that I've learned from Rovida. By the way, she's been my guide for reels and editing and <laughs> good shots. So whenever I'm stuck with a picture, the first person that I message is Rovida and I'm like, oh God, what am I supposed to do now? <laughs> so yes, I guess um, you do sort of have to play with it and see what comes out like she's even emailed me her presets for Lightroom and they're a blessing (laughs) but having said that I do want to since we have Ruvida here with us today I do want to talk about how you know um, Zermina started off with us being teachers and how we get to see the different phases of our students and there is so much joy when you see them uh, fly high but as teachers, we also see them uh, in moments of um, anxiety, in moments where they are unsure of themselves. 
And in these seven years, I have seen Ravida go through those different stages. And I would like to shed light upon that. I think uh, growing up is difficult at any age and any era. But I feel like uh, these days, there's just so much going on. And uh, the recent pandemic did not help. Um, So I can't really imagine what you know you must have gone through um, starting off school and then having to stop and then um, doing things online and then you know as an O-level student then you have to start a whole new school sometimes um, for your A-levels which can be very exciting but I imagine during COVID uh, with schools being shut or go- going hybrid it must have been um, really really difficult Um, yeah it did I mean it brought a lot of anxiety for me but then at the same time I think when you're being tested there are the contributing factors that just come into place at that time so I think for me it was uh, some family problems and then my nanny got diagnosed with cancer so it brought in more anxiety for me because I'm very close to her and then I just didn't feel like myself. I, I just thought like I was in the, like, the dark mode that we have on our phones. I just felt like I'm, my life has gone in dark mode. And I just wasn't doing anything. I was lazy. I got impatient. And then COVID happened and it just made things worse. Wow, that's such a, you know, the instant, the minute she said dark mode. And I was like, damn, that's one of the reasons I don't have dark mode in my phone. Because it's so depressing. But that's such a, uh, you know, good way to put it. That, yes, yeah, sometimes, you know, our lives also go through this dark mode. And uh, to come out of it is not easy. You've listed a lot of things. So it's um, all of that going on. And interestingly enough, uh, the school isn't mentioned in, in that list. But I'm sure that must have amped up that anxiety because the need to kind of do well and all of that, but also, um, you know, dealing with uh, a loved one's extended illness is just so difficult. And then wanting to manage all the other things. Um, how did you sort of work through through that? Because, you know, you listed all of them, but um, I'm sure... Some of it is something you're still dealing with. Um, I think it actually took me a long time to overcome the darkness that I, you know, come into my life. But then, um, so I watched this show on Netflix that I really love. It's about the devil. And as I was watching one one of the episodes, uh, it's the devil. He goes to therapy. I mean, I, I know I know it's ironic. The devil goes to therapy. <laughs> And there, there he uh, says to his doctor that uh, there is something rotten inside of me and I find it near impossible to drown out the constant cacophony of voices whispering in my ear telling me I'm evil, I'm drowning doctor and I can't stop asking myself why do I hate myself so much. So I, I came to a conclusion that that is it, I hate myself. I mean I felt abandoned and I felt like I, felt like I had nowhere to go but then I kind of realized I've abandoned myself. I had to take care of myself. I, I mean, I had, uh, I was gaining weight, and there were other problems. Uh, I got facial palsy for the second time. Actually, it wasn't the first time, and it was really hard for me. But then, and I stopped praying for some reason. I mean, I, I wanted to, but I didn't. I mean, I don't know what happened to me. So, 
I think my parents have played a very important role in how I've, you know, faced all these challenges. I think uh, my mom just told me that if you pray, it's all, you know, all your problems will go away. And I kind of did, and it actually helped me a lot. So uh, that's one of the reasons, and then there are other reasons as well. My God, that is a lot to take in, and uh, I can't even begin to imagine how uh, you must have gone through it because I'm just like right now I'm like you know blank oh my god she's listed so many things and what am I supposed to say (laughs) but um, so you talked about you know anxiety and then you talked about your weight loss and uh, you know parental support Uh, I think one of the and and more so you talked about the devil i think one of the problems that starts with teenage and anxiety as teachers at least i as a teacher feel that it is about acceptance you know uh teenagers want to be accepted and when they're abandoned or when they're unable to make friends or have that sense of belongingness it really triggers this constant feeling of nervousness restlessness uneasiness and then they start hating themselves you know this line that I think all of us have been there at some point in life when you're like, I don't like myself. And um, to make others understand why you don't like yourself is also a task in its own. I think, yes, I agree. Because uh, when the whole anxiety and all the other problems came into my life, uh, I didn't like directly go to my parents and just told them everything. Because I was a little hesitant at first because I think my parents already had a lot on their plate. I mean, every... Like all the parents too, but uh, I think my parents have kind of suffered a lot in terms of uh, like I, I lost my elder sister when I was five, and then my little sister got di- uh, got diagnosed with diabetes, and I had facial palsy. So I I, I didn't want to tell them, you know, kind of uh, want to like make them worry for me, but um, I I kind of did, and it really helped me to you know just. I think taking that first step uh, must have been very difficult and uh, I've seen a lot of young people thinking that you know their troubles will just burden their parents even more but you know as a teacher you do you do start seeing when someone is having trouble and uh, with parents I mean just as a teacher would you you want to help but sometimes you think that maybe the best thing to do is kind of you know, give them their space. But um, I think the other thing what you said to me was, uh, I mean, it hits home because so many times we say that, you know, you kind of abandon yourself. And uh, I think that realization and to have it sparked by, you know, a TV show, you know, so (laughs) sometimes, sometimes it is, you know, you watching something and it's really out of context. But um, I mean, it's so deep, but to say, okay, I'm going to make those changes and I'm going to reach out for that help. Um, I think it um, must have been so, uh, probably brought you closer to your parents as well. And, uh, you know, they it seems trite to say it, but it's so true that, you know, you just have to share those troubles. Um, I mean, there's so much like, you know, the sukoon that you get from, you know, connecting with God, yourself, finally. And then once you start taking those steps, I feel like um, the things that you can control and you start um, taking them in hand, that that also helps in settling. Does that help settle some of the anxiety? 
होता है कि वी फील लाइक अगर अगले बंदे को बताएंगे तो दे वॉन्ट रिलेट टू इट एंड लाइक या दैट्स नथिंग इट्स गन गो वेल बी फाइन थॉट माई पेरेंट्स द सेम बट आई डेंट नो देर देव बीन सो सपोर्टिव ऑल द टाइम सो दे डेट सपोर्ट मी अगेन सो आई थिंक दैट इज यल्प I guess having supporting parents is is a blessing in its own. Um but I do want to talk about uh you know uh the added pressure that people around us um add to this, right? Because uh you are fighting a battle with yourself and then you reach out for help. Um I remember that you know um Ruida was always my go-to person to click pictures. You know whenever there was an event she would take these beautiful magical pictures of me wearing a sari or whatever and i'm like okay so ruvida i've got cover you know i'm covered ruvida's taken my good shots and then suddenly i saw that she was not posting on social media anymore there was this blank period and then came back ruvida and then there were pictures of food made by her but healthy food this time so what happened there i mean The anxiety obviously brought in other problems like weight gain. So I had gained a lot of weight. Obviously, I mean I've always been a foodie, and I find my comfort in food. I still do, but the thing is, I gain a lot of weight. I mean, there's there's a little funny story behind it that um, when I first weighed myself after a long time, I just prayed that I'll be hundred now, but hundred to come. So when I stepped on the scale, it was ninety nine point nine. So I was like, um, okay, next time, थोड़ा सही से दुआ करूँगी. देन आई मतलब मुझे कोई लाइक मेरे पुराने कपड़े नहीं आ रहे थे एंड वो जो बटन होता है जो होल होता है वो इंडिया पाकिस्तान था देर पोज अ पार्ट सो आई वॉज लाइक आई हैव टू डू समथिंग सो एंड देन आई स्टार्ट माई वेट लॉस जाइनी मतलब मैं कोई जिम नहीं गई बिकॉज कोविड हैपन एंड माई फादर लाइक यू शुड डू इट एट होम so um i started uh with youtube basically and then i i kind of searched about the recipes and then i kind of knew okay all jo hum junk food khate hain unke healthy healthier versions bhi hain so i make them all by myself so uh i think that kind of helped and then i lost weight <laughs> <clears throat> so how did you um start feeling when you started losing the weight in the sense that you know um I also gain weight and it's not so much as maybe the actual pounds but it's you know that whole mindset that you feel about yourself right that um uh you just become lighter in a lot of ways mm-hmm. it's uh, more mental and emotional and I also feel that once you start taking care of your body um you become very attuned to it as well you know so um you change the foods that you eat but it's also because your body craves something else because you know that you need a certain amount of energy to do a certain exercise and you know you start reaching out for the healthier options because uh, again another trite phrase you know your body is your temple <laughs> and um so it, it's external but it kind of i feel that it uh, really affects uh, mentally how you think of yourself and what you are uh, how you how your relationship with the world sort of changes as well and it's not so much like i said the pound so much but i think the feeling of control in so many places and i think you are treating your body much better you are 
working out, you're eating the right foods. So all of that, you know, affects how you think of yourself. I think yes. I mean, I did lose weight because I wanted because I was getting fat, but I wanted to feel healthy. I think that was the biggest reason. And then I had these uh, these like BP problems and that facial palsy. So I didn't want to have it again because uh, uh, it was it was getting very serious for me. So I think I chose to like lose weight because I wanted to feel healthy. And yes, I mean, I I've been uh, like body shamed and fat shamed a lot. But as I was losing weight, I mean, the people who were like body shame, they're like, oh, you're so good, I say, you know. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> but I did it for myself and I feel great now. I mean, when I was thinking previously, I mean, the binge eating that I would, that I would do, I don't do it now, but I was thinking about what I did like I was destroying myself, but now I think I'm on the right track. You know, to realize that you have to do it for yourself and that too at such a young age, I think that is uh, amazing because uh, you said that, you know, you didn't go to the gym and it was COVID, right? So, and we've heard all sorts of stories in COVID, um, you know, how it impacted people's mental health. So I can only, you know, I, I can't even imagine the amount of motivation it might have it must have took you to you know uh, get up and you know tell yourself that okay you know what now this is what i want to do and that's how it's going to be because um you know ravida has this love for little things also i by the way i still have that minion rub i stole a rubber from her <laughs> she used she has the most cutest stationary things and she used to carry this minion eraser and i still have that to date but coming back to uh, the motivation where did you find it from because i'm sure i mean you even had covid at one point in time it must not have been easy um i uh, found motivation from different things i mean uh, my father kind of showed me a picture jahan pe uh, i mean his friend's son died because he was uh, facing problems in terms of his weight that was also one of the factors but then again i wasn't feeling healthy i mean i wasn't feeling myself matlab jab you lose weight you feel healthy and you the world's a better place for you at that time so i think that kind of motivated me to lose weight <laughs> i guess uh, you know seeing how neglecting our body can have detrimental impacts is uh, you know really an eye opener and in your case your father showed you that picture i can only you know sort of be like oh my god shit i don't want this happening to me <laughs> so um definitely it must have it must have been a life changing moment but i also want you to um talk about you know so you decided you wanted to make this change how difficult was this journey and was there a time where you felt like okay i can't do this anymore what kept you going what kept you at it i mean yeah in my journey i've had ups and downs and there were times when i mean like i said i'm a foodie and even though i 
would eat uh, all the healthier versions of the junk food that I was having previously. There were times when I would crave for crave for all the junk food, like the, all the oily things and the fried items. But I think, uh, and there were there were times when I didn't want to exercise. I had no motivation. But then again, I was like, "Hey, itna kuch kiya hai," and then baaki thoda or like this is what I would have in my mind all the time. Even abhi bahut zada tha. But then I was like, "Thoda or thoda." and my mom was like you can do it i think my mom has been my number one supporter since the start so i think it's because of her and yeah so what were the foods that you would reach out to before and now what is the healthy option the healthy ones hmm. like well before what was it the kind of food that you you know what was the unhealthy junk food that I mean I was having burgers and pizza and uh, like donuts and everything but then uh, I would make uh, shawarmas and you know the the pizzas anything that I was eating in in an unhealthy way I just made healthier versions of those Oh wow so you really don't have to I mean cravings <laughs> I'm I mean I'm a good cook though so I just <laughs> I can say you've gotten that from your mother. Her mother is the warmest person you will meet and she makes amazing food. Uh so uh you know I'm sure she was your biggest support like you said. Um and I think we should definitely share one of Ruvida's recipe on our page for you guys inspiration. <laughs> But having said that Ruvida um you know post covid when uh finally you know hybrid ended and we started going back so when you had to i mean i remember you telling me you took a, you took a gap year the decision to take a gap year was it because of uh, the journey you were on and you were dealing with your uh, you know weight loss and anxiety or was it because of covid did it impact your you know your outlook on studies on how uh, you wanted to pursue them your results what was that like I mean yes uh the 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 break that I was on I had covid was usi dauran I had covid so that didn't really wasn't a factor but I think um as I said because of anxiety and everything I just couldn't focus I couldn't study even though I wanted to I, I mean I had exams and I had to be serious about it but I just couldn't focus on it so and you know I had other problems BP and everything so I just wasn't able to do anything so um It's like I have to take a break and then I think I'll restart again because uh I couldn't do anything at that time so I talked to my parents about it that uh, I I think I can't like study or you know I just need some break some t- some time and they understood and I took a break Um it's not really easy taking a break in our society because you know everyone thinks okay bas har cheez jaldi jaldi karke khatam karo you know family meds even more hard yes um but you know for you to make that decision is uh, again very mature and um i think it gives inspires other people to kind of just say okay you know um after your a levels or something you can take a year off and i think it is so important right because the next few years would be at college and you have to pick um pick a a major and go on go on with it and i uh think to take that pause to reassess some of the things and you know um because of the epidemic as well um so many things had had happened um it's again really great that you could talk i mean throughout this whole conversation um it's just been so lovely to hear that at every stage you know your parents have been along for the ride and um for them to say it's okay and 
you know, yes, you know, we're going to support you. It must have uh, really given you that strength to make all these decisions that are uh, rather unusual for someone in a Desi, coming from Desi background, being so young. I mean, yeah, if I, like my parents just support me, but then I live in a Desi household, so it's hard to like take a break. I mean, I had people in my family telling me, kya kar diya? you're wasting your life and everything. But then my dad would always tell them, Ke, meri beti hai, uski marzi, so I think that was kind of great for me. And uh, uh, the break kind of helped me, you know, restart my mind and... Uh, uh, Ravida, now that you have, mashallah, say Touchwood, um, achieved, you know, you're on this journey and you have achieved, you know, sort of the mindset and the health that you wanted to for yourself. When you look back, how does it feel? Do you, do you, do you think that, you know, you would want to tell your younger self something to do differently or, you know, to people who are of the same age group as you and who are struggling with the same issues as you, uh, what would it, what it would what would you tell them? I mean, I would tell them that it's it's okay to be not okay sometimes, and it's just that it's 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 important to t- seek help as uh, fast as you can. And I mean, there are people who will always understand you, and there are people who will mock you, but you gotta choose the right people. And uh, just, uh, I think anxiety is real, and the problems with it are real too. But just that. Uh, Take your time, heal. I mean, everyone heals differently and just take your time and heal with beautifully. I mean, everyone does like I did. So what are you thinking of in the, in the next coming year? And do you now take, take life in shorter spans? Like, you know, um, when you talk to young people, they have, you know, the college life planned out. They have, you know, the work and all of that. So. Are you looking at life in more bite-sized pieces? Uh, I mean, I just want to spend it little by little. I mean, I find joy even a bb choti choti cheezon mein. I always say dil to bachcha hai ji. Still, <laughs> even though I'm 20 now, but still, I mean, uh, life is a process that has to be, you know, enjoyed. Uske chote chote pal bhi enjoy karein to it's they're great. So I think it's okay. <laughs> I'm laughing because that's how I've known her. I'm finally seeing that wish, you know, that it just brings back such happy memories, you know, because she would say this line in the middle of the class and it will all burst out laughing. <laughs> but yes, I guess it is very important to enjoy. Um, and especially, you know, as Zamina mentioned that, you know, at a young age, you, you're always looking at your college applications or the career that you want. And, you know, to have uh, someone say that, you know, I, I want to enjoy life other than this, it's just, it's just so refreshing for especially for us as teachers to hear that so um i guess on that note we will conclude here's hoping that uh, whatever that you are facing whether it's anxiety whether it's uh you know body transformation whether it's uh you know getting the admission in your dream college you give yourself time and you acknowledge how you're feeling as beautifully as ravida did and um, you heal from it. This is Ramshan Zermina and Ruida signing off. We'll see you next time. Bye.